Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Warning. Guests of The Roy Green Show may experience the truth, being in the hot seat, and in some cases, crying. The Roy Green Show continues on the Chorus Radio Network. If you were with us yesterday, then you heard Alison Azar on this program. Her four children, her four Canadian children, are in Iran. And they're in Iran because they were abducted by their biological father, for whom there is an Interpol red alert. And the Canadian government, headed by Justin Trudeau, refused to help refuses to help. You heard Alison Azar. I've been thinking about this. It's been bothering me. Um, it's been bothering me since I first heard about the case. And I first spoke with Alison a couple of months ago now. And the prime minister promised her face to face, put his arms around her. And you heard Alison Azar say that he said, well, this file of yours about your children is going to stay on my desk until it's resolved. I'm going to take care of this personally. And Mr. Trudeau, you dropped the ball with intent, according to Alison Azar. So I'm going to play back for you Alison Azar's message to the Prime Minister. I'll do that shortly. I asked her yesterday, I said, if you had the opportunity to speak to the Prime Minister, what would you say to him? And so she did, and I'll play it back for you. And then I'll open the phone lines. Because it's time that you had an opportunity to speak to this issue. Those four Canadian children are in Iran, and the federal government of Canada had opportunity to get them back here, from what Allison told us, and you can read the reports. You can go to findazarkidsnow.com. But before I do that, this was scheduled. The Azar kid story and Allison story, I just decided I would do in the last few minutes. Decided to do it this hour. But a report suggests that Canadian Municipal Police Services do not racially and ethnically sufficiently mirror the diversity of the communities they police. And the report argues there are too many white cops with few exceptions. So I'd like to know what the Canadian Police Association has to say about this particular report. And joining me is Tom Stamatakis. He's the president of the CPA. Tom, thank you very much for the time. I'm sure you're aware of the study of the uh, diversity, or as the study claims, or the report claims, lack of diversity within Canadian police services. Would you uh, please speak to that in in an overview sense? Well, I'm aware of the report. I, I'm not sure I completely agree with some of the findings or conclusions. I, I, I think just about every police, well, every police agency across this country um, make uh, a lot of effort to try and recruit from different ethnic groups, uh, uh, race-based groups, other groups uh, that exist in communities across this country, and will continue to do so. They do that in a matter of different ways, job fairs, they attend cultural events, uh, they're advertising in 
all manner of publications to try and recruit from different communities. But I think there are a number of factors that make that a huge challenge. First of all, policing might not be attractive uh, to certain um, cultures as a profession. A lot of people see it as a high-risk profession. It's not, they're more inclined to encourage their kids to pursue um, work in other fields. And it's also a competitive job market out there for us, uh, for the kind of recruit that we're looking for. And a lot of people don't want to work shift work and be exposed to a lot of uh, very troubling and difficult uh, societal issues that they have to manage. Uh, So all of that combined um, makes this uh, a real challenge. Is there then more of more difficulty now than if you were to go back 10, 20 years in policing? Is there more difficulty attracting young people to to the police service and for them to m- commit to making it a career? Just generically, is it more difficult? Very much so. I, I think a lot of that is uh, generational. Um, we know with our uh, younger kids nowadays, they're less likely to be committed to one career over their lifetime. I think uh, the fact that working as a police officer means you're working in a fishbowl where every decision you make is uh, examined and re-examined again and again with the benefit of hindsight uh, by all kinds of people that want to armchair quarterback your decisions. I think uh, with the standards now uh, that we've established for people to get into policing, those kind of people have other options, and those other options include the same level or of income or higher without having to work shift work, without having to work weekends, without having to work family, uh, miss family events. So, so it's very challenging. I've spoken to some police officers who've been cops for quite a while, but they still have a number of years to go until they reach the maximum uh, pension benefit time for retirement. And they're, st- they're thinking about not completing their full required time period. Is that something that is being uh, encountered across the country? Is it is it a localized issue? Is it not much of an issue? How do you speak to that? No, that, that's very much an issue. We're seeing, uh, I mean, realistically, in policing, we're, st- we're still experiencing lower attrition rates than you might see in other sectors. But those attrition rates are, are climbing up. They're increasing because we are seeing uh Uh, our younger members particularly who are starting a career in policing they work in policing for five maybe ten years and then they find other opportunities they take those that training and the skills that they've developed as a police officer and they bring them into the private sector or or just other opportunities because another key difference is i think you know my generation of police officers were very committed to their work uh it was all about work they're prepared to uh, set aside other interests uh, in the pursuit of their uh, professional career. Uh, what we see now with the new generation of police officers, they're, they're looking for better work-life balance. Uh, families more important. Their own uh, social activities or other interests are more important, and they want some balance in their lives, and often they don't find that in policing. Let me come back to the diversity issue. Is it an issue among police officers? Uh, are you aware that in that in that in any communities, any police services across Canada, that uh, a diversity or lack of diversity is a problem among officers themselves? No, I I don't see it as a problem within the profession among officers. Uh, our police officers across this country embrace diversity. They're actively engaged in recruiting new people into the organization. I think the important thing when it comes to diversity is. 
uh, police services across the country need to make sure they're engaged with uh, different cultures and uh, ethnicities that exist within a community, and, and, and it's that community engagement that will ensure that a police service is successful. If you don't have that, then, of course, there are going to be challenges. And I think the engagement piece can, can happen regardless of whether we're hitting a certain percentage when it comes to uh, representing the different races of, and ethnicities that exist in our communities. So your feeling is, as the president of the Canadian Police Association, if I understand it correctly, that it's not necessary to have a police service that exactly mirrors, or pretty close to exactly, mirrors the diversity makeup of a community in order to successfully and positively uh, carry out policing responsibilities. I think diversity is critically important. I think engagement is as important or more important, and I think that police agencies in Canada embrace diversity and are pursuing it, but I don't think we should get hung up on a specific percentage or uh, a number and and judge success or failure based only on, on a percentage. Toughest job in society, policing. Thank you for the time, Tom. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Tom Stamatakis is the president of the Canadian Police Association. You can uh, find the information on the report about Diversity in the police services in communities across this country. All right, I'll take a break. When we come back, I've really been thinking about the Allison Azure case nonstop. Thought about it late last night. Thought about these four little kids. You know, we talked to mom who's looking for her children. Alice who Allison who who traveled alone to the Middle East, to remote areas of Iraq where she talked with village elders looking for her kids because she had a sense that's where they were, right on the Iraq-Iran border. She did this alone, alone, in one of the most dangerous, arguably, places in the world, region of the world, looking for her four children. Meanwhile, Sonny Ways is sitting in the prime minister's office with a file on his desk, apparently. So he said to Alison Azar. So he said. When we come back, Alison Azar's message to the Prime Minister, and then we'll add yours. Stay with us.